Chapter Twenty Seven of The Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Story of John Wesley, Told to Boys and Girls, by Marianne Curlew. Chapter Twenty Seven. After reading the last exciting chapter, you will all exclaim, Well, Mr. Wesley was a brave man, and I am sure you will like to hear what he himself said about his adventures. These are the very words he wrote after the Wednesbury riots. From the beginning to the end, I felt as calm as if I had been sitting in my study at home. Once it did come into my mind that if they threw me into the river, it would spoil the papers I had in my pocket. I was not afraid for myself, for I did not doubt, but I could swim across to the opposite bank. Thinking about it all now, I noticed some remarkable circumstances. One was that though several tried to get hold of me, it seemed as if they could not, and when at last one did get hold of my coat and tore the pocket off, it was the right pocket for him to get, for it contained nothing of importance, whereas if he had torn off the other, he would have got a banknote with it. Another was a big strong fellow just behind struck at me several times with a large oak stick. One blow, had it hit me, would have killed me but somehow every time he struck, the blow was turned aside. I don't know how, for I could not move either to the right hand or to the left. Another man came rushing through the crowd and raised his arm to strike me. Suddenly he let his arm drop and only stroked my hair, saying, What beautiful hair he has! It was strange, too. The very first men whose hearts were softened were always the leaders of the mob. One of them had been a prize-fighter so that when they took my part, I was well protected. Again, from first to last, I heard no one give me a reviling word, or call me by any insolent or disgraceful name whatever. The cry of one and all was, The preacher! The preacher! The parson! The minister! Again, Mr. Wesley wrote, By what gentle and gradual steps does God prepare us for his will? Two years ago a brick that was thrown at me grazed my shoulders. Then a year after that, the stone struck me between the eyes when I was preaching in London. This evening I have received two blows. One man struck me on the chest with all his might, and another on the mouth, with such force that the blood gushed out immediately. But both were as nothing. I felt no more pain from either of the blows, and if the men had touched me with a straw. Boys and girls, is not this a wonderful story? Get your Bibles, and look in the sixth chapter of the book of Daniel, in the twenty-second verse. Wicked men had laid a trap for King Darius, and because they were envious of Daniel, they caused the king to order Daniel to be thrown into the lion's den. This made King Darius very unhappy, for he loved Daniel, but though he was a heathen king, he had such faith in Daniel's God that he felt sure the lions would not be allowed to hurt him. 
King Darius could not sleep all night, for thinking of Daniel all alone in the den of those wild beasts. So he got up very early in the morning, and went to the den, and called to Daniel to know if he were alive. And from inside that dismal den, with hungry beasts prowling round and round, came the bright, cheering voice of the God-protected man. My God hath sent his angel, and hath shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me. John Wesley was as much among wild beasts at Wednesbury as ever Daniel was in the den of lions. For when men's passions are roused, they are no better than the beasts. But the arm that was raised to strike gently stroked his hair. The blow that was meant to kill fell upon an invisible head. The leaders of all that was cruel and wicked were struck tender and quiet, and became personal protectors. Truly Mr. Wesley could have said with Daniel, My God hath sent his angel, and hath shut the lion's mouths, that they have not hurt me. End of chapter 27 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida